0: It's Tuesday, June 7th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. European officials blamed Moscow for a looming global food crisis as Russia's ongoing blockade of Ukrainian ports threatens the country's grain exports while fighting rages in the east. Russia's ambassador to the United Nations walked out of a Security Council meeting on Monday after European Council President Charles Mitchell accused the Kremlin of weaponizing food supplies in a heated exchange. European Union foreign policy chief Josep Borrell also cast doubt on Russia's claims that it isn't hindering the export of grain, citing reports that Moscow struck Ukraine's second-biggest grain terminal in the southern port city of Mykolaiv over the weekend. The Ukrainian military's southern command said Russia had fired cruise missiles from over the Black Sea toward Mykolaiv on Sunday. Two missiles were shot down, the command said, but others hit port facilities and grain storage silos. Russian President Vladimir Putin has previously rejected accusations that Moscow is hindering Ukrainian wheat exports. Meanwhile, Russia complained that the U.S. was mistreating its journalists and warned that it would retaliate against American media organizations if what it described as hostile behavior didn't stop. Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova told representatives of the U.S. publications at a meeting in Moscow that Russian journalists working in the U.S. were under sharp restrictions, with some reporters refused visas and Russian broadcasters banned from operating in the U.S. altogether, including online. She said that some Russian journalists have been interrogated for hours when trying to enter the U.S., and others faced issues with their bank accounts and had problems paying their rent. The Kremlin has largely stamped out any free media in Russia. Russian officials have argued that all media is allowed, but the government won't tolerate what it considers to be propaganda or information published to foment dissent or denigrate Russia. In political news, the Biden administration has excluded Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela from a key regional summit this week, according to U.S. administration officials, prompting Mexico's leader to back out and send his foreign minister instead. After weeks of wrangling over the issue amid threats of country boycotts, the administration excluded the three autocracies due to U.S. concerns over human rights and lack of democratic institutions in those countries. The regional summit, scheduled for June 6 through the 10th in Los Angeles, is expected to focus on migration and economic issues. The president's principal position is that we do not believe the dictator should be invited, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador, who warned he wouldn't attend the summit if Cuba and others were excluded, said he would skip it. The Mexican leader said he had a good relationship with Mr. Biden and that he planned to visit the White House in July. In other news, New Yorkers under age 21 will be prohibited from buying semi-automatic rifles under a new law signed Monday by Governor Kathy Hochul, making the state among the first to enact a major gun control initiative following a wave of mass shootings in the U.S. Governor Hochul signed 10 public safety-related bills, including one that will require micro-stamping in new firearms, which could help law enforcement solve gun-related crimes. Another bill revised the state's red flag law, which allows courts to temporarily take away guns from people who might be a threat to themselves or others. New York's legislature passed the bills last week, pushing the changes through. And United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson survived a leadership challenge Monday, narrowly subduing a rebellion within his conservative party that leaves him in power but politically wounded. In a no confidence vote Monday night, Triggered in large part by concern over Mr. Johnson's attendance at parties during COVID-19 lockdowns, conservative lawmakers backed him by a vote of 211 to 148. Under conservative party rules, Mr. Johnson now can't be challenged for another year. Mr. Johnson hailed the result as decisive, but he suffered a larger protest than many in the party expected. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news.